Let's go! On episode 522 of Nintendo Switchcraft, $2 billion, a new Xenoblade trailer, and Ninjala gets delayed. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Eternal from the United Arab Emirates, and you are listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can tune in live over at my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, and I record Nintendo Switchcraft live over at that Twitch channel. So if you're hearing this right now and you're not already there, that's okay. Go there now, click on the little heart icon, twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp, and then next time I go live, you will get a notification, all right? Uh... This episode and other episodes are made possible by patrons like you. Uh, Check out Switchcraft and all of my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar on our Patreon over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. All right, let's get started with today's news. I just hit that button in the wrong spot, so I'm just going to leave it in and I'm going to hit it again. And it didn't do anything. All right, moving on. Uh, Nintendo made a whole lot of money. This comes to us from Nintendo Life. They made almost $2 billion in digital sales. That doesn't include, all right, this does not include selling Nintendo Switch consoles, which they do make a profit on. This is just in digital sales. This is a 72% yearly increase. This is absolutely insanity. Nintendo is making so much money. Again, this comes to us from Nintendo Life. Uh, They have all of this information is over on Nintendo's website, but it's still in Japanese. We're waiting for the official official English translation. Uh, But Nintendo says... Strong sales of downloadable versions of packaged software from Nintendo Switch. Steady growth in sales of download-only software and add-on content and the contribution from Nintendo Switch Online throughout the year are the reasons that they are succeeding so well. Uh, They also had a slight boost in their mobile performance this year, an 11.5 increase year-over-year, and they are attributing that to Mario Kart Tour uh, doing really well for them. Uh, I hate that it's doing well for them. I want Nintendo to succeed, don't get me wrong. But I, 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 I hate it when they make money f- in, in those monetization models that I don't like because then I fear that they will take what they've learned and apply it elsewhere uh, into the games that I do like. Uh, however, you know, there's no evidence of them doing that so far. They had Animal Crossing Pocket Camp and that was making them a bunch of money. Not as much as their other uh, mobile games, but it was making them a fair bit of money. And a lot of us, myself included, were very, very nervous that Animal Crossing New Horizons would come out and have all kinds of microtransaction nonsense in it. And it it just doesn't. It doesn't. Nintendo, they seem to be pretty good at compartmentalize, uh, I'm sorry, compartmentalizing the places where you uh, can do microtransaction stuff and the places where you can't. And I guess that maybe I should just trust them that they're going to do the right thing because so far 
they kind of have been doing the right thing. And I guess that maybe my fears and, and worries about, about uh, those microtransactions uh, creeping into the the general gaming industry, while that is already happening, Nintendo seems to be holding it back. And I think that that's a good thing, and they should be praised for that. But man, what a year to have. Two billion in digital sales? That doesn't count the physical sales? That doesn't count the Nintendo Switch, uh, um, uh, you know, hardware units that they're selling. Uh, so outside of cartridges and and hardware, they still made two billion, and we know that the Switch was incredibly hard to get a hold of uh, in the past couple of months because it's been so popular. And then we've got the Nintendo Switch Lite, which had come out recently in this fiscal year. I mean, or in the last fiscal year, I mean, uh, so. It's just they are hitting on all cylinders, and I think that it's uh, really fantastic if you are a fan of Nintendo because the more money that they make, the more likely it is that they keep making awesome games. You get a low score for this game. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Nintendo uh, yesterday posted a video of Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. And I have to say, watching this video is is getting me more interested in playing this game. I have I played this game on my 3DS. I did not like it. But I think I think I didn't like it because the screen was small and it wasn't really made for that size screen. It was made for a bigger screen. This is a game that was meant to be played on a TV and playing it on that 204p resolution um system was a mistake and I feel like this game didn't get a fair chance from me because I was playing it on the 3ds don't get me wrong it played like it played fine on the 3ds but watching this it just looks so much better they have done a lot to improve the way that this game looks now you can tell that it's an older game that has been upresed mostly in the animations because they went with an art style when they originally made this game that would hold up. And it held up really well, uh, but but when they ported it to that tiny little screen, and then, of course, I was playing on the XL version, so that meant that all of the blockiness and blotchiness that, that was in the game was made even worse by playing on the XL version. But now they're, you know, the, everything is at 1080p, it's going to look great, and the art style that they chose, it really does hold up. Anytime that somebody goes for hyper-realism, hyper-realism just does not hold up. The art style that they chose holds up. And it scales up really well. And it looks like they've gone through and retextured stuff. It just looks really, really good. The animations still look very uh, Wii era. But that's okay because it, the gameplay holds up. Now, I will say this. Having played Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenoblade Chronicles 2, I have to say that Xenoblade Chronicles 2 battle system 
was much much improved over the battle system in Xenoblade Chronicles. They're both very similar in the fact that you have abilities that you are using and positioning is important and moving your character around. And you you also have to break and topple uh, just like you did in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Like they have a lot of similarities between them. So many similarities that I as I was watching this video, I was surprised at how similar they were because I had forgotten how similar they were. I, I had forgotten what the combat was really like in Xenoblade Chronicles. What I remembered is that most of the time I was confused. And in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, they got way, way better at explaining how the combat works. So hopefully... Hopefully, they do a better job teaching you how the combat works in this game than they did in the original one. There's nothing to indicate that, but also, I, I, I suppose what I could have done, and it's not that you need to do this, but what I could have done is gone on to you know, YouTube and watched a video that said, this is how you'd use the combat in Xenoblade Chronicles, because... I did that in with Xenoblade Chronicles 2, and it's not that I did that because I was confused in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I did that because I was excited for when Xenoblade Chronicles 2 was coming, and so I wanted to see more about it, and somebody had made a video about how the combat works, and so even going into the game, I had a little bit of background knowledge that helped me understand how to play that game a little bit better, and maybe that's why it felt so seamless to me. I, I understood it much better uh, than I ever did in Xenoblade Chronicles 1. But I never went out on, on YouTube and looked up videos on how the combat works in Xenoblade Chronicles 1. Now, you know, I've said it a couple times. I have it on the 3DS. Do I buy this for the, uh, for the Switch? And I'm kind of leaning yes, but I'm not 100% sure. And... I'm curious, it, made, it got me thinking about, are there other people out there who already have the game, never really got into it because of the issues on the 3DS, who want to play this game and uh, you know they're going to be picking it up? So I decided to tweet out a question, and the question is this, how many of you out there will be picking up Xenoblade Chronicles on Nintendo Switch. And if you are, did you play it before? So if you don't follow me on Twitter already, I'm at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. You can go to the show notes for this particular episode, which is episode 522. Um, and you can follow a link that takes you to that tweet. You can then vote in the poll and uh, reply with your reasons. And I will talk about all of your uh, information, information, all of your thoughts on this tomorrow but uh personally i'm like i'm leaning 70 percent. i'm likely to pick this up again and 30 percent that i won't but i'm not 100 percent yet i haven't i haven't decided to uh commit to it and mostly the reason why i haven't committed to it is because i am still completely obsessed with the other games that i'm playing right now i've been playing tons of animal crossing i've been playing a lot of final fantasy um 7 remake and I've been playing Octopath Traveler uh, just all like all the time. I've been having so much fun with these other games. I don't know that I have room right now 
in my schedule to fit in Xenoblade Chronicles 2, or I'm sorry, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, Definitive Edition. But anyway, uh, if you are on the fence and you want to know more about it, follow the link in the show notes. And there's like a six minute video that Nintendo put out that is really cool. It explains a little bit of the lore, how the game plays, a little bit about the combat, as well as some of the, uh, you know, like the social features, not social, like as in like online features, but the, the ways you interact with the members in your party, like those kind of social features of the game. It, it's, it's many people say it is one of the best JRPGs ever. So I, I don't know what I'm, I don't know why I'm not sure if I'm going to pick it up, but, uh, I don't know. Are you the Atari 2600 now get up to $30 in rebate offers plus a free Pac-Man. All right. I've got some, I, I, it's not bad news because it's, I guess it is bad news, but it's not unexpected news. Uh, and, and I'm a little bummed out about this. I've been slowly kind of coming around to the idea that Ninjara looks cool and could be really fun. Um, if you don't remember what Ninjara is, it's this, this weird Splatoon remnant. It, it very much reminds me of Splatoon, but it looks like an online free to play, um, melee combat game where you play as ninjas that can make weapons out of bubblegum. Okay, which is super weird, all right? And they've done some some very interesting things with the marketing. Um, it, th- they did this video. I feel like that they are looking at Overwatch and trying to take a page from from the the you know the Overwatch booklet of marketing where they make you know the the lore in the game doesn't seem to be super important to how you play the game, but they decided to make like a lore video. And I think that got me more interested than I already was, but I'm, I'm, I'm still a little trepidatious on it just based on the microtransactions that, that are likely to be in the game. That makes me nervous about that, but, uh, the bad news or the sad news or however it is that you want to phrase it, uh, comes to us from the, their official, um, Twitter account. And it says that uh, due to the spread of coronavirus worldwide, the release date of Ninjara will be postponed from May 28th, which was not that long away, only 20 days until then, uh, to June 25th. So they're giving themselves an extra month. Uh, They said, we deeply apologize to all of you who have been looking forward to this, but we would appreciate your understanding. Uh, I I completely appreciate and um, understand that this game needs to be delayed. That being said, they have said that they are going to extend the beta so that they're going to give us another chance to play. I'm curious how many of you out there actually got to sit down and play. Like there was a day recently and I had forgotten about it, so I didn't get a chance to sit down and, well, okay, I probably had a chance, but I forgot that it was happening. So I didn't sit down and play Ninjala and, and, you know, figure out how the game works myself yet. But because of the delay, they're going to um, add in another day, or I think it's a weekend, where we're going to have a chance to play Ninjala. Uh, are you guys hyped on it? Is this something that you're interested in? Let me know. Tweet at me, at RunJumpStomp on Twitter, uh, and you know I can talk about it on tomorrow's show. I think that this game could be really, really good. But it all depends on how the microtransactions work. Do they go overboard 
and make it feel necessary to pay money or do they go the way of you know just here's some cool cosmetics to to make your your character look different than others and that's a big question and we're now we're going to have to wait an extra month to find out find out the answer to it <laughs> if you're an athlete you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down after all a team is only as good as its weakest link so you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field that's why there's no vape in team when you vape you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs if you're a step behind the team's a step behind brought to you by the real cost and the fda every time that they put out some new information which seems to be coming at a at a pretty fast clip but every time they put out new information about clubhouse games i get more intrigued by this game if you don't know what clubhouse games is it's a compilation of i think it's 51 games in the in the in in the pack and they're simple games like chess and checkers and backgammon, but they also have in bowling and golf and, you know, card games and um, like like uh, memory, you know, and uh, like it almost maybe like Mahjong card games, too. Uh, they've they've got like 52 games in there. And this was very interesting to me. I, I found this on Reddit. But the new clubhouse games will feature golf courses that were originally used in NES golf, which, by the way, is an awesome game. NES golf is fantastic, and you have it if you have Nintendo Switch Online, so check it out. Uh, and uh, all three Wii Sports games. So they are putting those original, those those awesome golf games that we had back in the day, and they're taking the courses that were there and adding them to this. Now, is this a big deal? Absolutely not. This is not a big deal. I cannot explain why this makes me happy. Probably because there's it's it's tickling the nostalgia bone. You know, like uh, I've got I've got this nostalgia for uh, the eight bit NES golf game that I played tons of when I was a kid. Uh, and, and to be fair. Like if you played it today, you would see that it's a really good game, but golf games have come a long way. You know, they've come a long way and not just in graphics in like controls and, and, and everything, how, how, how it works and mechanics, it, it, golf games have come a long way, but there's something about those old NES, uh, golf games that is just so awesome. And you know, I think I might play a little NES golf this weekend on my Nintendo Switch because it's there and it's awesome. But it, it's just so cool that they are including those courses in Clubhouse games. Every time that they unveil something new about Clubhouse games, it makes me want to give them money more. And isn't that the job that the marketing department's supposed to do? I think so. Powerball! Well, it looks like we're going to have a short show. I say that all the time, and then it always turns out to be about a half an hour, but I don't think that there's any chance that I can talk about this topic for 10 solid minutes. So that's not happening. Uh, I already told you about the Super Mario 64 PC port. Uh, I showed you the video on YouTube and uh, how cool it looked, and I thought it was awesome. And of course, of course, of course, Nintendo 
is uh, going after them and trying to make sure that the the actual downloads of it are taken down. Uh, this is uh, Nintendo hired this uh, company called Wildwood Law Group to try and scrub listings of Super Mario 64 uh, PC from websites, including Google search results, Reddit posts with direct links to the download, and file hosting services. The release of Super Mario 64's PC port comes after efforts to decompile the N64 game's source code in a massive leak of Nintendo documents and console source code. Um, okay, so there's going to be people who are mad at N- Nintendo about this because people are always mad about something. You know, people got to be mad or they won't be happy, right? Well, to those people who are mad about this, Nintendo does not have a choice. As a copyright holder, they have to enforce their copyright. If they don't try to enforce their copyright, and I'm, I know most of you who are listening to this probably know this, but because I've talked about it on the show before, but you know, I, I constantly hear from people who, hey, this is my first time listening to the show, which is awesome. Uh, but so I'm going to tell them something that I'm sure many of you have heard before. Nintendo legally has to, um, you know, enforce their copyright because if they don't, if they let it go this time, and then next time somebody makes, uh, you know, a, a Mario themed adult uh, game, if you catch my drift, um, Nintendo could sue them and say, hey, you can't do that. And then the judge might say, well, but you said it was okay for these guys to do what they were doing with Mario 64 PC. And Nintendo would say, well, we didn't say it was okay. We just didn't say anything. And then the judge says, well, too bad. That's the same thing as saying it's okay. So Nintendo's hands are tied here. They have to go after this. Um, I, I hope that the YouTube video doesn't come down. But I've got I've got good news and bad news. The good news is for you. The bad news is for Nintendo. The good news is once something's on the internet, it's always going to be on the internet. You can't get rid of it. As much as I would like to erase some of the old episodes of Nintendo Switchcraft where I did a bad job, once it's on the internet, it's out there and you can't take it back. So this is going to be out there forever. That's good news for you, bad news for Nintendo. However, I will strongly caution people against downloading it because you never know what some nefarious jerk is going to do. Uh, they could ins- they they could they could be installing spyware on your computer uh, that that would uh, you know log into your your stuff and give them all your money. All right, so just be careful. Uh, I would not bother downloading this. Besides, I'm just going to think positively. Are, are you guys ready to think positive with me? All right. At the count of three, we're all going to think positive that we're going to get a remake of Super Mario 64 this year. Are you ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Three. All right. I said three twice because of Mr. Owl. If you don't know what that is, then you're not old like me. Anyway, moving on. And that is it for today's episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Thank you very much for listening to it. Uh, if you haven't already, become a part of our community over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. There is an Animal Crossing channel in there. People were trading stuff like crazy earlier, so make sure that you get in there. You can also watch the show live 
with other awesome people over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And of course, uh, follow me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. For more information, check it out over at gstu.net. Uh, and if finally, if you're looking for ways to support the show, you can get the shirt that I'm wearing right now. If you're listening to the podcast, you don't know what that is, but you can get the shirt that I'm wearing right now, which is all about pressing X uh, over at my uh, my merch shop, which you can find by going to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. The music you're hearing right now is Corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. It's awesome. Thank you very much for hanging out with me. I'll see you next time. Until then, bye-bye. <laughs>